You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. The Trek Files, Season 9, Episode 5, Letter of Recommendation from Gene Roddenberry, January 10th, 1991. Welcome to The Trek Files, a look into the archives of Roddenberry Entertainment from the personal files of Gene Roddenberry. And now your host, Dr. Trek, Larry Nemechek. Well, all right, Star Trek fans, all you Star Trek historians, hey, welcome back to another edition of The Trek Files. I'm talking to you, all you canonistas. Hey, especially... Yes, you truckophiles spelled with an F. Uh, Very special show today. You know, I think they're all special. I always say that, but they're always special in special ways. (laughs) We have a new guest to the show this week, uh, a really, really precious piece of of Star Trek history, uh, entertainment history, I should say. So look, you know know what to do. Check out our document of the week this week at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash The Trek Files. You can do that every week. Stand by, here's an audio sample of the document. You can find it there yourself, but hang on, and I'll be right back with this week's special guest. To whom it may concern, this is a letter of recommendation for Sean Piller, whom I have known for the past several years while his father served as executive producer of Star Trek The Next Generation. In fact, my recommendations regarding Sean stem from my close relationship with his father and my certainty that any child of his cannot help but possess a rich and varied background in areas important to an artist. Everything I know about Sean indicates this is so. Well... Trekophiles, isn't that just an amazing, <laughs> an amazing piece of paper? A little communication. It's like everybody you've ever known has has. You've needed a resume letter, a recommendation letter. Uh, you've probably written them for other people. And wow, how better to uh, have had Gene Roddenberry himself write a letter for you. And yes, Sean was uh, Michael Pillar's son. Um, we lost Michael in 2005, but uh, we have Sean here, and he's really gone on to. Uh, to move on with his dad's legacy and and that all that legacy he's been an executive producer i'm going back in time here private eyes haven greek wildfire which included nana visitor in the cast and the dead zone that he co-created with his dad uh, which featured nikki DeBoer, um taken from the uh from the movie version this was the tv series and of course before that he got his start with a couple of uh, some stories and scripts on on next generation and uh, voyager and I'm just so thrilled to have him with us here today, Sean. Hello. Thank you, and welcome to the Trek Files. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to have me. Um, it's a pleasure to have me. It's a pleasure to be here with you. I should say. <laughs> it is. It certainly is. Yes, you took the words right out of my mouth. But I, uh, I, what do you think? Do you remember this? Did you actually see it? Did your dad do us a favor? Did you? I mean, what's the story behind? Oh this? my God. Well, you know. Because uh, how old were you here? God, I was just. I was just out of. Uh, I was still in high school. I was, uh, I had transferred from a little private school, um, that, uh, was in West Hollywood and they had the, the brilliance of calling it Bel Air prep, but it was not in Bel Air and it was, it did prep, prep you a bit. Um, and I transferred to Beverly Hills high school cause I wanted to play, get on the baseball team. And I convinced my dad that, uh, Hey, I can get on the baseball team here. Cause my team here now sucks at Bel Air prep. 
and he's a big baseball <laughs> fan. And he said, okay, yes. that's, are you sure? And I said, yep, absolutely. And uh, he said, you're not doing this just because you want to get out of Spanish three, right? And I said, well, yes, that's also the case, but yes, I want to uh, go to Beverly Hills. So around that time, um, I ended up starting my college recommendations letters and, and, and filling out the applications. And uh, like a, a forward thinking uh, father, and Michael Pillar was that, very thoughtful and um, and always, you know, pushing his kids to live up to their potential and get uh, a yeah. higher education. And he said, all right, let's do it. And, and he set up some meetings with me, with some of his inter uh, entertainment colleagues after I told him I wanted to go to film school. Uh, and I sat down with Gene and he had a wonderful meeting with Gene. It was fascinating. I'll, I'll let me tell you about it. That's kind of how the whole thing started he said go go meet gene and i was like oh okay <laughs> so uh yeah i put on a nice shirt and drove down to paramount and walked into the heart building and sat in gene's office uh which eventually later be became michael's office um so i'm pretty familiar with the office in in my life in general but um yeah it was uh it was a fun conversation and he he was generous with his time and we spent i don't know at least 30 minutes probably a bit more and uh you the whole leather wasn't red um he talks about my passion for ceramics and my sports mm -hmm. uh my sports proficiency <laughs> but uh he, you know i i knew his son uh rod who i'd grown up with and and uh and so it was it was a pretty comfortable meeting and you you know that you're you know meeting a legend in television yet He's, you know, my, my friend's dad too. So it's like every, everybody goes to their friends, uh, fathers and or well, yeah. colleagues to get that college recommendation. And I think it really did help me get into the USC where I learned a bunch of my craft. So it was fantastic. Yeah. Well, I, I should say, and we do have the letter on our page. People can, can see the whole letter besides the audio sample, but, uh, you know, he's mentioning that you were starting on the basketball team more than even baseball. <laughs> yeah, no, it was basketball at that time. Cause at that point, my baseball team, everyone had graduated. That was good at Bel Air prep at that point. And this, uh, I should mention that the script, the, the school changed its name to Pacific Hills right after I graduated to be more in line with <laughs> not being in Bel Air. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was, a you know, it was, you go in and I, you know, my dad, you get some advice on just ask him about how he got started and and ask him if he has any advice for you and you know going forward in college and ask him about his college so i did i said so tell me i i didn't say your life story but he basically told me kind of his life story in this meeting and it was <laughs> uh and a lot of it i knew some of it i didn't and uh um and he basically said oh, now tell me about you tell me i know a little bit about you from your father and uh, I respect your father and he's a wonderful man and he's a family man. And, uh, he, I, I know that you guys sit down for every, dinner every, every night. That's your thing. Uh, that was Michael's thing. And he goes, I try to do that, um, a lot myself. And I've tried to do that at different times in my life. And, um, and he, he basically, so I went on and started talking about basketball and my grades and he was fairly detached, uh, until I mentioned poetry. <laughs> Uh, and really? then he okay. really leaned in and actually said, well, why don't you, do you know one of your poems? And I said, uh, I do. And he goes, well, why don't you tell me one of your poems? So I've now found myself in Paramount Pictures 
reciting <laughs> poetry to uh, Gene Roddenberry, which was odd and amazing. And uh, he liked at it. At 19. At 19. Or or no, no, I was probably yeah. 17. 17. Oh, okay. I was probably 17. And luckily I had written um, a poem that was a homework assignment that I remembered um, that was, I can't remember the term. It was when you have to make it all sound the same. And it was, I, I kind of remember the poem, uh, but, but I recited it to him and, and I think I didn't screw it up and I got through the whole thing. And he was like, you're, you're talented. You can, okay, that's pretty good. And I told him that, you know, I write poetry for when I'm your broke high school student for Christmas cards for my dad or for my mom, when you don't have the, all the dough to buy them, you know, you just, yeah. they really appreciate the very thoughtful cards or I'd write poetry to my girlfriend. So, uh, at the time I had a girlfriend. So I, I, I recited, I think a second poem, a short one. And ultimately that was the meeting. And he said, well, I, I wish you well. And he said, keep up with your poetry. Everything else is great. But poetry is the key to life. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> and that was it. And, and, uh, I think that's also mentioned in, in that, uh, recommendation letter. So it was the poetry that got, uh, Mr. Roddenberry to write me that glowing review. That's a, Yeah. <laughs> well, now I was going to say, as you read this, I mean, where were you as uh, you're, yeah, you're about to go to college and how many of us know exactly what we're going to do the rest of our life. Although it's that pressure to get there. Right. What he doesn't, he doesn't come out and say, Hey, he's a writer's son. And I know he's going to go into writing. I mean, he's, it's intentionally written. He's showing off all your interests. Right. And he's, and, and so is that reflecting where you were? Yeah. Like you I didn't know exactly what you wanted to major or whatever. I think at that point, I definitely didn't want to be a writer. Um, cause my dad did that. <laughs> I was like, no. that's what dad does. Yeah, exactly. I want, right, and, right. and I definitely didn't want to be in television. That's what dad did. I was going to be a movie director. I was going to be a producer. I was going to be, I wanted to be Robert Evans. I wanted to be, um, you know, Martin Scorsese. Uh, and so I film school was the thing and that wasn't television school. Was, I didn't really realize that in film school, it's a lot of television <laughs> and, and, and actually television pays you money. And, uh, and it's, <laughs> it doesn't take 10 years to make a, a TV show, uh, in movies and movies is, you know, a bit more of, uh, the lottery in terms of yeah, making a movie yeah. TV, you can actually come up with something, pitch it, sell it. They pay you, you go make it. And I mean, it's not that and simple, but yeah. paychecks come rather regularly. Yes. They do. Yeah. I, I, uh, the, the couple Star Trek episodes I was, uh, lucky to be involved with. Um, I lived off those residuals as a broke post-college student. Um, you know, once my dad was very strict in that once, okay, college is done. Good luck. And so it was like, thank God I had written uh, an episode or two or, and I was living off those green envelopes that would come in. I still get them. I, I think my, my next generation is down to like two cents, uh, but I still get them and they're fantastic. And I had paid for uh, my apartment until I actually started working professionally, actually again later with Michael. So uh, I owe my whole career to Michael and Gene basically with that college recommendation. I think that was... Uh, Barney Rosenzweig, who was the other, I think, uh, recommendation I ended up getting, who's the uh, captain of the the um, USC marching band, and I gave my dad one of his first scripts on Cagney and Lacey, um, and uh, oh, yeah. and so he was one of my father's mentors, like Gene, and so he sent me to all the people that were his mentors, so I could learn from them and ask them advice about life and college, and it's fantastic. 
Did so sitting down with Gene since we've got this this letter. Did uh, did any, you you'd known like you say he was Rod's dad as much as you were old enough to get where he was. It's not like a little kid would wander in and have no idea this was right. Gene Roddenberry yeah. and Star Trek and the franchise and entertainment history. You were old enough to get all that, but like you said, he was Rod's dad too. Did anything surprise you when you went in? Um. About him? I definitely, you know, growing up in Hollywood and growing up with kids, uh, you know, like Tori Spelling, I knew Tori Spelling and I had met her dad a bunch of times, you know, parties at her house or dinners or so there were, it was, it was not weird to have successful uh, friends that had successful parents that you had known about. Right. Um, Gene was a very approachable, warm uh, guy, especially about family. And I've talked to Rod about this, um, but he was definitely in his head, uh, you could see, you could just see he was a serious man who had serious thoughts, and but took family serious. And this was a I, he was sitting down with his you know colleagues, his friend's son, and he was putting on the show to try to train me to how to do these meetings and how to you know be professional and 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 be comfortable. And so yes, there was definitely, especially when I was like waiting in the waiting room, I was like, oh my god, I've, I've been watching Star Trek since I was a little kid. I, Michael. Michael and I, I would stay up late at night uh, and watch uh, episodes of the original episode on KCOP, and I'd put a towel under my door so that my dad couldn't see the light from the television going through the door. And uh, it was that time in my life where you stopped hanging out with your parents so much. Um, I was probably, you know, 15 or 16. And um, and he knew I was watching Star Trek at night, and he didn't, like... <laughs> Turn off the damn TV. He didn't. He just like, oh, he's going to watch. He's going to fall asleep. Um, and but when the next generation came on, he knew that I was a big Star Trek fan. And he said, hey, this new uh, Star Trek's coming on. Uh, you want me to tape it for us and we'll watch it together? And I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Sure. Let's let's watch that. And so we watched it. We watched season one and two together and it became our show. It became the show that it was the one show him and I like watched together on VHS yeah, tapes. Yeah. 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 So, so it sounds like, though, talking about Gene, that that him talking about your poetry was maybe the most surprising. Looking back, maybe. Absolutely like, no. I would... you, you knew him mm -hmm. on both levels as a person, mm -hmm. as a as a as a big Hollywood guy, producer, and all that, and his place in pop culture. But uh, it sounds like maybe him getting off on the poetry in the moment was the most. Uh, yeah, without question, he, <laughs> thing he that took you. Uh... He he wasn't impressed by the sports at all. It was like he was like dead room. It was like a bad pitch, and you're like, okay, well, I'm doing. Okay. And and grades, he was kind of cool with that. Uh, but yeah, when I when I mentioned poetry, and then he put me on the spot to say it, he really sat back, listened to it. He he also asked me who my other favorite poets were. I said Robert Frost was my favorite poet at the time, and he knew Robert Frost and was also a fan. And I said, who's your favorite poet? And, and he told me I don't remember exactly who he said, but. Um, he definitely that was it for him that was that was what he keyed in on because it was about heart and emotion and i had taken the time to, to create something he also dug that i i was into ceramics I, I i it was an easy art class i had to take it and i i really liked making pops and throwing on the wheel and he was into that he was really into the arts for sure yeah well, you know, I mean, he, uh, this is a little quirky thing. He, he was into doing gemstones and tumbling oh, gems. Yeah. So he, he had kind of a hands-on arts uh, thing there. So part of that doesn't, um, 
that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So you think this? You you say this? You think it did do you some good getting out of the gate? No question. Well, I, I, when I look back, you know, you have all these moments in your life. You look back, and I that was probably my first Hollywood meeting, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was my it was my first time sitting down in a non-social way with you know someone as successful as him in in his office, sitting across his desk. Um, and so it definitely uh, sort of made me uh, comfortable with that. But yeah, his his when you have a letter from record Gene Ronberry and you're submitting that to a film school, that's kind of a big deal. And at the time, uh, I thought it was a big deal, but I don't. You you also think, well, these people that are reading the applications, who knows? There's so many people applying. How do you know if, right. if they even read the recommendation letters? You know, they read your application, they look at a quota, or they look at your grade, your GPA, and your SAT scores. Um, but it obviously worked. It was one. It was one of the things that got me in there. That's uh, well. That's awesome. I, it's like your first Hollywood meeting was a <laughs> was a mentor session with Gene Roddenberry. That's pretty cool. about that's poetry. Pretty cool. Yep. Well, listen, I want to thank you so much for dropping by the Trek Files. And now I feel like, uh, you know, you're a chance to talk talk about Michael. And I can't let you get away without doing that. But we're out of time here. Can you come back and let's talk about your dad? And I would um, love and, to. I'm sitting in his a chair. A lot of this is that generation. Sorry? I'm sitting in his chair in his office. I actually am in Los Angeles. And I flew in for some meetings. And I'm staying in my old bedroom where the recommendation was, where I was when I was getting the recommendation. And I'm sitting in Michael's chair where he would do his morning writing in his home office right now. So this is- Oh, this that's is awesome. Yeah. That is great, that's great. Well, then all the good. We'll, we'll, have, we'll do this again and uh, try to re resurrect those vibes. Would love to, be my pleasure. Okay, thanks so much, Sean. Oh, Larry, my pleasure. Take care. The Trek Files is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment and all of our documents and your chance to comment are available at facebook.com slash the Trek Files. Now, for more deep diving of Star Trek behind the scenes, visit Dr. Trek and Portal 47. Uh, that's me at LarryNemacek.com. That's where you can link in for all the new Trek Files swag and shirts at our Tee Public shop too. Trek well, everybody. This is a Roddenberry podcast. For more great podcasts, visit podcast.roddenberry.com.